A new year, time for new growth. Grow your education and skills with Herzing University. Our online behavioral health programs fit your schedule and time. From an eight-month diploma program in health and human services to a 36-month bachelor's in psychology. Grow your behavioral health career with us wherever you are in your education. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Visit us online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. Online at herzing.edu or text HEALTH to 85109. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. Good everyone, Alex Terrace here with another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets, etc. podcast. What means ultimate buddy, my close my pal, the man with a plan, the guy who's gotta be hyped for tomorrow. Man, I don't know how you can't be excited for tomorrow. Not the fact that we found a quarterback, not the fact that there's a quarterback controversy. We won a game and now it's just intrigued. We what? We won a game? I know it's shocking. <laughs> it's not the fact that we won a game. It's now that we're intrigued to see if can Mike White replicate his past performance. Mike who? Mike White. (laughs) (laughs) Want to be like Mike. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hell yeah. So what up? My man, John Maliga with me. Always, as always, fellow Jets fan, fellow Knicks fan, fellow Yankees fan. You know what it is. What's going on, bro? What's up, man? I I am hyped for Mike White. I am on the Mike White train. Like the the Hall of Famer, Mike White. Mike White. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who's the last Jets QB besides Namath uh, to get in? Was it Mike White now? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so if you you don't know uh, what we're talking about, uh, the the game ball from week eight was, and Mike White jersey with his gear was inducted into Canton this past weekend as Mike White completed 37 passes, 405 yards, three touchdowns, and 37 completions are the first ever by a QB in his first start. He also became the second quarterback since 1950 to throw 400-plus yards in his debut. I mean, absolute beast. It's just, at this point, it's a fun joke. And to have to have this finally happen for the Jets, That I mean, I can't remember the last time I wasn't rooting for the backup quarterback. I mean, I know they say that the best job in the world, especially football, is the backup quarterback. But as Jets fans, I mean, we've been clamoring for the backup quarterbacks forever. And the one time we're not, if he comes through and breaks every record, it's just, it's just funny. It's ironic. I'm excited for this Jets-Colts game. I think that there's a lot of hype uh, for the Jets. There's a lot of hype in their locker room. They now feel like they can do it, which is is huge, especially going up against Carson Wentz in prime time. As our video producer Greg likes to point out all the time, shout out winning picks weekly. Um, like, subscribe to our YouTube podcast, Apple, Spotify. Um, <laughs> anyway, the Jets, they, they feel like they can do it. And that's kudos to the coaching staff. You know, kudos to LaFleur finally going up to the booth. They hired John Beck, a QB assistant. I mean, for what it's worth, Joe Flacco is now in that room watching tape with them at least. Uh, so they have that backup there. So it's not like gloom and doom. Like Mike White went down for possession. Josh Johnson was there. So now at least they have Flacco. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Short week. Nobody's nobody practices on a short week. I feel like they think they can they can do it. You know what I mean? There's no room for them to mess up. The last thing they saw, the last thing they felt, was all the hype that we are enduring at the moment, man. So I know it was a, a elongated, you know, start to the show here, but I am just so excited for this Jets game because it we are playing with house money. We are playing with absolute house money and the Colts are desperate. And it's just a fun place to be in. Definitely is a fun place to be in. It's a very nice place to be in because expect we still don't have expectations for this team, right? Like there's nothing that's going to change the course of the season saying that we're a playoff team. There's nothing that's going to change the course of this team to really, I don't know. I think it just might just be the playoffs, man. Like what the success is just seeing us being competitive, seeing growth from our rookies and from our coaching staff, right? It's all what this season is at this point. So going into this game, we discussed this on the, the rapid reaction. The Colts have more to lose than we have to lose. Okay. We're like, 100%. last week, last week backs were against the wall because Michael Ford's job was on the line because yeah, for sure. no, no adjustments, you know, that everyone was complaining about. Zach Wilson's looking terrible. We're, we were 72% on first downs, running the ball, split on second downs, 72% passing on third. We know it was just, we know the routine. Predictability. We know the routine, predictability, changes. You get Mike White, pass, 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 out the <laughs> gate. Just totally different. And Aggressive, like even though it was mostly eleven for eleven, bro. Dink, yeah, even though it was mostly dink and dunks, checkdowns, whatever you want to call it, it was aggressive in the sense that he was passing out of the gate and trying to keep that Cincinnati defense on their toes, right? And Mike White worked that game plan by spreading the ball around. <laughs> now it comes to the Indianapolis Colts. We don't have our backs against the wall. We don't, huh? Reality, reality. No, nah, I don't think it's reality. I just think. Our backs are still quasi against the wall. I still believe that even though after the rapid reaction, I know I said that. And the reason is just because you have one good performance, that doesn't mean you're out of the woods. You now have to show that you're competitive, right? Because we we, we had the Titans win, a lot of improv out of Zach Wilson. Now you see this game, Mike White works within the scheme of the offense of what LaFleur was planning. Can you stay competitive offensively? Can you keep moving the ball? Can you get these guys, whether it's uh, Michael Carter in open space to get him really going? You know, is it, are we going to see more development from uh, our offensive line being able to make the holes and create that pocket? Are we going to see more, you know, completions and just moving the ball through the air with Mike White? That's what we want to see at this point. You know, I, I don't know what's going to happen for this game. We now know the Colts have game film, game and a half on Mike White. So it's not going to be as easy as sometimes where you come in as a backup, you don't know mm-hmm. what's coming. It will, we'll, we'll see, can he adjust too? But I know it's fun to think about quarterback controversy. I know it's fun to think about all this stuff. <laughs> I know it's fun to make the connections of like, oh, quarter, second string quarterback comes in off our first quarterback injury. This is like a replica of Tom Brady. I know it's fun like that. And, it, and especially we were in that, in that hype just because we had an exciting game and a, and a true team effort. But for this week, I mean, Mike White, White, NFC Player of the Week. He won almost every single award there was to win this week. It's FedEx, not, it wasn't. FedEx we're not. We're not being. <laughs> we're not being ridiculous. I mean, he literally no, had the best being, week of football. No, we're not being. No, he, yeah. 
facts are facts. He had the best week of football. But I think fans are out there now wondering if that he's going to be the next quarterback. Is he really the savior? You know, I just want and, him to save the Jets tonight. Can you save the Jets tonight? Yeah. When this we're, we're recording the night before, but when this drops, it'll be tomorrow, game day, Thursday, and we want him to help the Jets tonight. Like, I just want to see wins, man. Like, I know we're not going anywhere. We're not winning a Super Bowl this year. Very unlikely to go to the playoffs. But I just want to see competitive football, and I want to get wins, man. Like, I don't want to be last season where we're just getting two wins at the end of the season, and it's all for naught. I want to see wins. Like, even if they're inconsistent throughout the season, I want to see competitive football, and I want to see wins just to make me feel good that this team is moving in the right direction. That's what I want. Yeah, so... You keep you keep mentioning playoffs at the end there, and here we are. Okay, the the, the Colts are three and five. They're sitting behind, you know, the Titans, who just had a catastrophic injury to King Henry, out for the season potentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, at least you know most of the season. So they're staring at the playoffs, and they're looking at the lowly Jets coming to town off an overtime loss. I mean, this is a game that they have to win. And they're relatively healthy, right? Minus TY. But they're, and, and, you know, their safety who went out a couple weeks ago, but they're relatively good. The Jets, you see what they look like when they're actually healthy, right? When we actually have linebackers, Gerard Davis and Mosley finally played together. And you see it. You see how well we played. I'm definitely, I, I'm definitely nervous about Pittman kind of getting behind Austin Davis. Or Ashton Davis, um, a couple times this game, like maybe getting to the secondary. I'm, I'm definitely nervous about Jonathan Taylor, but we have CJ and Gerard Davis. I'm, I'm actually really comfortable with the defense, right? I, Huff is out this week for us. Uh, that's not great, but I don't know. Like Carson Wentz. He hasn't has playing, a, he hasn't playing that well. Like he's, he's got a nice cube. He's not, he's got a nice rating, but. He hasn't really done anything to really wow you over. There's been a couple of games where he's made some head scratching decisions. Sure, the numbers look look good: fourteen TDs, three interceptions, ninety six point three rating. You know, he's got over he's got close to two thousand yards passing right now. It all looks nice, right? Sixty two percent completion, all looks nice. But if you've been watching the Colts, it hasn't been all good because they're three and five. So you know, it, what's happening? You know, I think. Most of it's on Carson Wentz and his decision-making during the games, even though for the most part he's passing the ball well. So this is not a team that necessarily is scary to defeat, but they definitely do have weapons that, you know, will make this a competitive game. They do have the capability of beating us. They're supposed to be the better team. You know, you talk about Jonathan Taylor. You know, you got Naeem Hines. You got Marlon Mack back there. You got Michael Pittman, as you're talking about. You know, you got all these weapons um, on that team and anything can happen, obviously, any given Sunday for sure, as the <laughs> saying goes. But this is not a team to take lightly. It's not like they're <laughs> – we're not talking about like the Jaguars over here who I think that would be more of like in our realm than necessarily the Colts. You know, I think the Colts are a slight – not a slight. They're a step above us. It's not a slight step. They're, they're a step above us, what they should, they should be because of the talent. Well, listen, man. I know you're spitting out numbers, but Carson Wentz is bottom of the league in uh, completion percentage. And so I, 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 he doesn't really, he's, he, he plays like he's supposed to be this game manager, 
but he's not. He's been sacked 16 times this year. Same as Daniel Jones, right? We talk about how bad Daniel Jones is and we talk about how bad Pat Mahomes is and how much they've been sacked and how bad their offensive line was. That's how much they both been sacked. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just really not impressed by the Indianapolis Colts this year as much as I like their defense, right? Like Darius Leonard, he's not going to let us run. Uh, they have good, they have uh, Quiddy Pay there. He's not going to let us run. Uh, so that's why I, 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 I'm, I'm not going to listen, man. The old Lafleur, okay, the old Lafleur philosophy of run, 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 and then let's just see what happens on third down with the pass. That would get absolutely wrecked by this Colts team. But apparently, everything's changed in the last week. He moved. We have a new QB coach. We have a new quarterback. Everything's different, right? So, just based off last week. This is the perfect game plan to beat the Colts, right? So we, we went from minus 14 against the spread to minus 10 and a half against the spread. So it's, that means that Mike White <laughs> moved the line three and a half points. That's reckless. Like that, that's unheard of, right? Like for a back, from Zach Wilson to Mike White. That makes me think that people, that no one really knows what's going to happen this game. And I, I, I don't want to sit here and act like we know what's going to happen this game because we don't. I mean, I'm hoping it's a replay of last week, but I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit more towards the median. It's going to, it's going to average itself out a little bit. Let's not forget. He still threw a couple picks right after all those completions last week. Mike White almost threw a pick six. He almost threw three pick sixes last week going back to the, back to the tape. I mean, Ty Johnson had some unbelievable plays and so did Michael Carter. McCord also had some boneheaded plays, right? Where he maybe didn't look fast enough. Maybe, you know, they just don't have enough practice, but they didn't practice this week either. You know what I mean? So I'm just hoping that the momentum stays. And that's really all I have on like the overall arching, you know, question. What, how do I think this game's going to go? I think the Jets are going to cover 10 and a half because first of all, Carson Wentz stinks. <laughs> I don't think that, especially in prime time, I don't think the Colts have been that impressive this year. I think there's a lot of pressure on the Colts, right? Even if they go ahead, even if they're, say they're up that haunted 17-0, which I literally cannot get out of my head from this year. I don't think they can hold that lead, even though they have Jonathan Taylor, even though they have Naheem Himes. You know what I mean? I don't think, we're gonna, I don't think that's, that's how this game's going to play out at all, but I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't, they're not, they don't have that, that, that authority this year on the, on the football field. So I think it's going to be a close game, man. I see, I see boneheaded plays by Carson Wentz. I see rookie plays by, by Mike White, some conservative stuff because LaFleur and Mike Salah are on national TV and they don't want to get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Right. I also, they pulled out the trick bag last week, bro. Like they, they did the Philly Philly. They, they pulled out some, some weird formations. They did some, they did some wacky stuff. Tyler Croft getting in the game, the end zone. You know what I mean? Like they're doing, they're doing wacky stuff. I mean, that's how I, I overall see. I see the Jets covering this 10 and a half. I think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be a four, four to seven point game. Maybe field goal, but I think it's going to be a, a little more than that. I think someone's going to have to drive down for a touchdown at the end. Uh, that's that, but that's, that's how I overall see it. What about you, man? I don't know. Like the thing, see, I, I let me get back to like the numbers uh, that I was discussing. My numbers is not to say that Carson Wentz is like on fire. My numbers are just to say that this is a good, this is just a good enough team. They have talent on this team and they should be the favorites still, right? They're three and five. The record doesn't indicate that they're like a good, 
like a good, talented team, but they still have talent on this team and they can still go out there and win. That's all I'm saying with the numbers. Not saying that Carson Wentz has been killing the league or anything like that, but we as a team, we're still young. While this team, they have veterans, they have talent. Those two things usually together come out in victories, all right? Just because they haven't done so doesn't mean the Jets can go in there and just like clean clocks or, or just, you know, I guess that's just that's just really it. They just can't go in there and just like go all willy-nilly like we just did against the Bengals. They have to come out doing the same thing again if they want to win. They did not willy-nilly like, nothing on the Bengals, yo. They came out firing. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like they can't go in we there received, willy-nilly. We won, the, we won the toss and we received. Very That was huge. Yeah, we want we the, the strange part is that we received to begin that I usually don't go condone that. That's very weird. I usually get in the second. Uh but hey, that's that's some stones to do that. I like I loved it. I think I think the Jets are going to come out and compete again. I think they will come out and compete again. I don't know if it'll be that close. I think I think I'm comfortable with the the 10 points. Just because I think the film on Mike White is going to show his tendencies. And I think they're going to be looking for the short game. I think they're going to say, hey, let's see if this kid can push it down the field. The whole That's- the Hall of Fame quarterbacks have bad tendencies. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Relax. <laughs> I didn't put him in the Hall of Fame. I'm just wearing the Hall of Fame t shirt. They put oh, him my in the God. Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> But I, all I'm saying is that now that there's film on him, let's see if he can adjust. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be close to the ten points. I know you're thinking. Uh, you're thinking four to seven, right? That's what you said. Four to seven. Yeah, and I'm also thinking Jets money line, but that's a different story or a different day. Yeah, I know you want them to cover. I'd be dope if they covered. I, I, I think they're gonna uh, win, dude. I think they can win this game. Win? I legitimately like. Uh, I'm not gonna, you know. Uh, it, it, Invest in it. I'm not going to take my money out of my savings account and, you know, mm-hmm. run to Jersey to bet on, on WinBet, which congrats to WinBet. They got, they got the sports book out in New York too, which is cool. A bunch, nine sports books in, in New York. Just side bet, side, side bet, uh, kind of cool. Um, but I think then I think the Jets could win this game, dude. I, especially I off a short week. Too. The short week, honestly, I've, this Anything has never, but it has never been in more favor of the Jets in the history of a, especially a road team. It's never been this much in favor of the road team. The Tennessee Titans are coming off an overtime game. They're, they have pressure on them and the Jets are reeling off crazy momentum. There's no practice and really the only big injuries. I think Bryce Huff is a pretty big injury that we could overcome though. And second is Corey Davis, which we did overcome. Yes. I don't I don't disagree with any of those points, but don't you think that because of that overtime loss that they're on edge right now, that you have to be looking at their division foe saying, oh, my God, this is a chance. Tennessee Titans lost Derrick Henry. It, this is our chance to really, like, go on a run here, take take down the Jets. You know, their number – as of right now, they're second in the division. Titans are 6-2. and two. So, It's huge. Yeah. It's huge, so, but – what else do we know about Thursdays, Alex? That they're players wa- get they're hurt. Wonky. Yeah, I know they're wonky, and they get hurt. get hurt. Yeah, and and now they're playing over an overtime game on Sunday. Like they they are in literally the worst possible position, in in my opinion. And what you said, I agree, is motivation, but at the same time, it's pressure. They know they have to win this game. You know what I mean? And 
And from my perspective, is there really pressure on Mike White? I mean, no, like I said, like we said, there's no pressure if, on this if, team if, at all. If Mike White loses, are the Jets even mad? Like internally, at the end of the day, are the Jets Hell organization no. even mad? They're like, all right, you, fine. If Mike White loses, the Jets organization's like, woo, we dodged a QB controversy. <laughs> yeah, but, but like, like and, and if they win, we're ecstatic, obviously, because now we're smelling the playoff hunt. I don't want to get too crazy. But the the schedule gets super easy after this week. We don't have to get into it now. But that's why this is a huge week, man. We get the we get this third. Our resume looks pretty good too. Like if this was a, a you know fresh off a college playoff, uh, you know stand drop where they just drop the you know the, the arbitrary teams, you know some teams with are winless are above uh, uh, you know undefeated teams are above teams with losses. All these things don't make sense. I feel like the Jets are going to have a nice resume if we beat the Titans, the Bengals, and the Colts. I mean, we're beating all the all, all the playoff teams. We're just, we're just losing to the Pats every other week. That's fine. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I like. I don't know, man. I I can see the Jets winning. I can definitely see the Jets winning. All your stuff, all everything that you, all your points are valid and very much true. I can definitely see. The Jets coming out here, getting that victory, and because of, you know, short week, Colts just came out of an overtime uh, loss, right? This team doesn't seem to be gelling. They're three and five. Conversely, they know that this is the chance to strike now because the Titans are now weak. They they rely heavily on Derrick Henry. This is not a Ryan Tannehill, we can air it out type of team. Ryan Tannehill thrives in the play action. Ryan Tannehill thrives when he has a strong running game. It's not that anymore, Okay. Even though we don't have to go into the whole tenure with someone Adam doesn't Gase believe how, in, that. someone doesn't believe in AP or McNichols over here. Oh my yeah, but, god, <laughs> jeez, we're not doing this. <laughs> okay, we're not just doing saying. this. We're not. It okay. might be fine, but we'll, let's just worry about the Colts. Quentin Nelson, right? One uh, Jet, Jets Nation is very uh, familiar with him. One guy that we were all talking about the Sam Darnold year. He'll 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 be a going against us this week. That'll be fun to watch. I would say uh, we got to watch Quiddy Pay on that line, uh, stopping the run. Uh, we got to watch out for Darius Leonard, as I've been saying for years, just an unbelievable linebacker. But, dude, this is such a Berrios, Crowder, Cole game. I'm, ex- I'm hyped, dude. I am actually really excited. I'm actually starting Mike White in one league, one of my fantasy leagues that nobody cares about because Aaron Rodgers has COVID. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm excited for this week, which absolutely means the Jets are going to get smoked. Because once, once I have any hope, once I have any excitement, the Jets jet it up, and they're going to jet it up in front of the whole world. I'm just hoping that for the first time in my life, that means we finally do something good. Well, here's here's some here's some good news for you, is that within the last four years, not four years, but the four matchups. It's gone back and forth between who wins. It's you, it, last year the Colts won. The year before that was the Jets. The year before that was the Colts. The year before that, uh, it was the Colts. So it was, um, I'm sorry, Jets. What am I talking about? Last, the last, <laughs> last year was the Jets going nuts. Uh, so if, if history is being on our Alex side, Alex Trend. If we, if history is on our side, <laughs> I like that trend. I also, there's no, there's no way on the, on planet Earth. That Carson Wentz deserves to be a ten and a half point favorite. It just doesn't make any sense on the earth. So definitely take the Jets. I think it's, more, so I think it's, but it's not. It's not. It's not Carson Wentz. It's more of the fact that Mike White is an unknown. 
Like one game, he's still unknown. Get, oh my god! <laughs> Could you read that for me, Alex? What's that say? Let me pull out the binoculars. I think that says Hall of Fame on your shirt. You're damn right. I know it's a number twelve <laughs> shirt, but there's a number five shirt in there now too. Damn it! Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> if I start seeing truth. Mike, if I start seeing Mike White jerseys at an arena, you all are too Amen. loud. If he wins his game, it's going to start becoming a conversation. Well, speaking of conversation, conversation, the latest conversation on the Twitter land, man, I, I got to get your take on this. Our owner, Woody Johnson, Steve Cohen, it up. Oh, God. I think it's, I think it's going to be white shirt. Okay. Yeah. Just for, just for the fans at home, our, our, our owner, Woody Johnson, tweeting a little teaser for tomorrow that the Jets are going to have a uniform that has a uniform combination. What do you say exactly? A uniform combination that's never been a new. Used it's a new. It's a new uniform combination. And if you've been a Jets fan, you know that it's either, these are the combinations we've all had before these new unis. It's either the all whites, the all greens, the green with the white pants, or the white with the green pants. That is what or the, the tradition is. No, no, no. I'm saying before the new unis. Oh, before the new unis. Now we got the new unis. Tradition still, even with the new unis, has been green, all green, all white, all black, or green top, white pants. White top, green pants. Mm-hmm. If he's talking about something new, that means it's involving <laughs> black because it's never been done before. We've never used any. It's the, the other yeah. two combos have been cemented in history. Okay, <laughs> yep. Black has got to come in here some way. Michael yep. Nania, our guy, did did point out that the Colts are wearing blue tomorrow, and one team, according to NFL rules, blue and blue. They're wearing blue and blue tomorrow. Yeah, they don't color rush. Apparently, that's the rumor. Good lord. Anyway. <laughs> Don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. Uh, <laughs> what do you Color Rush Thursdays. We're so back. I'm, we're so, I'm so ready for tomorrow. <sighs> the Knicks are in this Colts game with the Pacers right now. We're about to get to the end of it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Here's the thing. I actually Jets did like win the Jets. This Thursday night, I did, I, did like the, I did like the Jets Color Rush jerseys. I did like those Kelly Greens. It was like a nice yeah, throw, tradition to the throwback. Everyone else's in the league was trash. Okay. Jacksonville Jaguars, their mustard color, disgusting. Miami Dolphins, you look like creamsicles on the field. Whatever. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints are the White Rangers. Uh, please, never again can we have a color rush of the Buffalo Bills and the New York Jets. It's just Christmas on the field. Also, it's just not nice to colorblind people. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, Come I was about on. to say, I remember that. They got, um, they got shut down by the colorblind community. Like, what are we doing? Um, but right, no, it right. has to be, it has, it has to be black. I, so one team has to wear a white jersey. So if the Colts are going all blue, then we got to go all white. Unless you're saying it is, if it is truly a color rush, then I wouldn't be surprised if they get to wear the black tops and like green. That'd be a cool combo. You know what I mean? Black tops. I green think they're going to go black and green. Then I think if it's going to be go, I don't, I, I think, think it's black be, and green. I think black, black, black top Jersey, green pants, I think is the move. Oh my God. That'd be so fire. Okay. I that'd think so, that's the move. Okay. That'd be so fire. But I think, I think what's going to happen is going to be white tops, black pants. That's so gross. It, First of it's all, gross. I hope that first of all, we're gonna look gross. All, we're gonna look gross, and if we lose looking gross, it's gonna be terrible. First of all, are you would that shock you with Woody Johnson at the helm? <laughs> yes, yes, because really? I, yeah, actually, yeah, that would shock me because this is like the only thing we have going, man. We got to get these right. We got to get the look right. It's the one thing well, the Jets have. It's the it's the aesthetics. Everything looks good on the outside. You know what I think? I think they saw Michael Nania's tweet saying that uh, we're undefeated in the black jerseys. I think they're trying to figure out if we can keep that black going. Yeah, I I, I, also, I do think we're going to wear a black top and 
the white bottom just looks so awkward. So I, I, I'm guessing green bottom. But anyway, I think I think it'll be white top, black bottom. That's what I'm good. All right, I'm all right. We'll we'll uh, we'll chalk that up as a little side bet between me and you. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. We'll see what happens there. All right. All right. All right. But and amen. just to end it off, there was a there. Let's end. Let's end with some trade deadline talk because the Jets did make some moves, not moves that any of us talked about, especially not me and you. Uh, yeah. We discussed um, Crowder in May, and so right off the bat, let me ask you: Are I know what Joe Douglas said about it, which I'll get to. But how about you? Uh, what do you think about keeping May and Crowder on the squad? Look, I told you when it came to. I mean, I was also all excited. Now that I'm cooled down from. Uh, now that I've had cold showers, I'm cooled down from. Uh, <laughs> I think it makes sense just to keep Jameson Crowder as you know for a couple of reasons, and you point out to one of them. So I'm going to toss it up to you for this. You. You, you mentioned having a veteran wide receiver in the locker room. He does bring that aspect, okay? So I think having that in the wide receiver film room, locker room, good aspect. I also think he's a good weapon overall for a growing quarterback, regardless who that is. If it's Wilson, Wilson get comfortable <laughs> with Crowder. If for some crazy, odd reason, Mike White is the savior, and that's the guy. Like being, because, you have to like be politically correct. I have to, man, because, because, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. If I start going out there saying Mike White's going to be our guy and I go <laughs> cuckoo, uh, cuckoo off, uh, off the ledge, people are just not going to listen to this podcast. Everyone's going to be like, this is, this is wild. These guys are like off their rockers taking some wild takes. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. Nobody, nobody's crazy on, on either, but I, I, I think the Zach Wilson versus Mike White stuff is just unsubstantiated because it really doesn't take into account the actual team making a difference. The team played different. From the top to the bottom, we coach differently. We game plan differently. Our, our, our running backs played differently. Our linebackers showed up, like literally sure. and, you know, phys- physically on the field. Like we, 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 we played different. And honestly, we got lucky. Those play that helmet to helmet, that never gets called for us. <laughs> that, yeah, no. that, that, that shouldn't have got called. Those three pick sixes, those all get taken back to the house. If that's, if that's Zach Wilson or Mark Sanchez back there. You know what oh, I mean? So sure. we got lucky. So that's, you know, we're not, we're not going overboard. We watched, we rewatched the game. We saw the tippy toe in. We saw Michael Carter, you know, getting through yeah, some holes. I'm- we, we got lucky, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got lucky. Even though he, he went crazy, we barely came out of that game with a W. He literally the threw a Hall of Fame game. And we barely no, stuck out did. of there with a W. I'm not, even I'm a not, ref call, you know? Not, yeah, no, for sure. I'm not discrediting the team. The team played like perfectly. To a damn near perfect, I should say, not perfect, but damn near perfect. Um, I think it's just when it comes to because the team played perfectly, and Mike White then was not only the one of the main reasons why they played well, but also a beneficiary, especially for all of the uh, yak that Michael Carter, Jameson Crowder, everyone else was able to accumulate. It made his numbers look great. So, and he threw so that extra touchdown. I mean, like he still yeah. got it for Berrios, but he he th- he did it. he threw that thing. To no, he threw a dime. Nice. No, he's throwing. He's throwing. He's, no, he was throwing really well. I feel like I just have to like. I think for me too, like I have to because I I remember just being for being a Jets fan for so long. We've always rooted for that backup to come in. Like we found <laughs> that like we found comes the to mind. Who comes to mind for you? Bryce Petty. <laughs> okay. Was that the guy you thought was going to do it? For me, I really thought it was going to be Calvin Clemens, man. I even remember the Dallas. I, I game. thought. I thought he was going to come in for Geno. And it's like, you know, cause he showed that he had some arm strength that he could get it down the field. I was like, all right, this guy, this guy got it. You know, he had a good career at Baylor. You're like, this could be the guy. 
Greg McElroy is another one because they had the whole – I think it's the storylines that everyone connects when you're reading everything, right? It's like Bama. Greg McElroy. Oh, Bama. Last guy to come yeah, to Yeah, he was one of the best college quarterbacks. He was. And also I know. About, but then you also hear about his wonderlick and you hear like how smart he is. And you're like, oh, okay, I can see this. But then you watch him play, you're like, ain't that guy. And then Bryce Petty, you watch him play, you're like, ain't that guy. And so, yeah. you know, and even when Geno Smith came in, because he was a backer to Sanchez for that one year, and you're like, could, it, could something happen? Not saying like not saying Gino was going to be the answer, but he came in, went eight and eight that season. You're like, all right, this is something to work off of. And then it was just not that because the following season, oh, what a beautiful season that we should have beaten the Packers game one. Yeah, yeah, tough, tough. Okay, yeah. So I I, I agree with you. Like the crowded thing, I'm, I'm okay with him staying in there for the veteran stuff. For and sure. To be honest and for with May, you, bro, for May, for like it's the same idea, bro. Because Ashton Davis is whack. Like if you if you if Marcus May's not there, we give up. You know, it's over. Michael Pittman's getting three touchdowns this game. You know what I'm trying to say? And for sure. And now I think that we're gonna be able to double the to double him with Ashton Davis. You know what I'm saying? You just guard my, Pittman, bro. You just just double him. You get you and then like Marcus May will take care of the rest of the field. And I think we could that's what that's how I think we could actually game plan to win with Crowder, you know, being a veteran and getting those, you know, huge catches that we need on third down. And then we have Marcus May in there so that we could kind of let Ashton Davis double up. I, I'm not too mad. I'm not too mad at the trade, man. And I, yeah, I'm not mad. Just, have a, have one interesting take. One interesting take. And I, I, it's not going to be Crowder because you mentioned, Crowder, did, you, did you mention who we traded for? No, not yet. Not yet. We'll get to that. Okay. All but, right. um, I have one interesting take. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Crowder is going to come back to the Jets next year. He seems no, no to way. me like one of those guys that gets that one year. Uh, or two years on like a nice team, like maybe the Rams or something. Hopefully, mm-hmm. Super Bowl bound team. He deserves that. A la Jericho Cotter. I'm gonna I'll, like miss him like that. You know what I mean? Oh, for um, sure. No, actually, that's a really good, not a good comp like player wise, but that's like a really good like comp like veteran, quiet dude, locker room presence. Definitely in that same stratosphere as Jaco. Yeah. So I think. Because Jets fans, you know, especially you and I, we're going to be hyped for him. And I, I think he's gone. And I think we're going to make some moves in the offseason, so we're not going to be able to get a comp pick, you know what I mean, for any of these guys. And so when it comes to Marcus May, I mean, we could, you know, we all, we all know about all the tension, right, between, you know, the agent doing stuff and now Marcus May kind of like backtracking it a little bit and his agent backtracking it also a little bit, if you took notice on Twitter. So I wonder... What the Jets are thinking after that DUI that was hidden, especially after what you know happened to Rugs, definitely a different situation, right? But at least one of the elements situation. was the same. There was a drunk driver, you know what I mean, and he hid it from the team, which you know it, I'm sure is a uh, is not really a mitigating circumstance for uh, you know the Jets. And I wonder if he goes out and he shops the market. And if it comes to that, if he can't find that number and he comes back to the Jets or, you know, they do a little underground shopping while they're talking about the franchise tag and he can't really find, you know, that 35 million because he's going to be suspended at least one or two games to begin the year to be, you know, already. So now you're paying a safety, you know, that 15 million, whatever, for minus two games, you know, or I, I don't know. Maybe he can't find that. So I'm wondering, dude, I'm wondering if at the end of the day, we end up franchising him for another year. And it's almost to his benefit because so. of think, this mess up. Yeah, no, I think so. I think that's very, I think that's very likely at this point that he's gonna get franchise tagged again. Crazy, bro. Which crazy. Which what a turn of events. Points, 
Yeah, no. And, and but before I go on to that, like, first of all, thoughts and prayers to the family members of the victim of the Henry Ruggs DUI man, the dog, Bro. the family. That's just Bro. such a terrible situation. So terrible. The video of him sitting there next to the burning car was the saddest, one of the saddest things I've ever seen. Like, yeah. And it's, it's, that, that's a mental injury you probably can never get over. Forget yeah. everything else. Yeah, for sure. And like, you know, Henry Ruggs should have known better, but I feel bad for him because, dude, he's a young guy. You know what I mean? Like when you're young, you make a lot of stupid mistakes, but to do something like that and have to live with that image and knowing that you killed somebody, like I feel bad yeah, for no, him. The, for whole thing's because, tough. the whole thing is tough. Because it's not like he was doing going out there wanting to hurt somebody. That was just, yeah, yeah. that's just the cause of his action. So, yeah, he's going to be a free but, man in, in, you know, in a couple of years, I mean, we'll see what happens, but he's going to be, you know, walking, he's going to be fine you know, at the end of the day, but I don't know if he's actually ever going to like be the same. He's not going to be fine. That's a different you, story. You, 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 you mentally, you can't be fine after. Yeah. That's, that's, Wild. that's insane. And for anyone who doesn't know, he was clocked at, was it 156 speeding with over about doubled, over doubled, close to triple the alcohol limit for driving, getting behind the wheel. So just a terrible situation, but Getting back on track to Marcus May and his DUI, which, by the way, this is just a public thing. All right, guys, you are wealthy. Go get enough. Dude, forget wealthy. Don't even don't don't even. Like, I'm going to cut you it's off. Not, it's the not, NFL, it's not money. The NFL it's not, it's, has a literal program. No matter where you are, if you're an NFL player, they will give you a car service at any time and of he, the day. You and don't even need a dollar. <laughs> and that's the thing. You can do an Uber. You can use a car service. Just don't do it. Drinking and driving, dumbest shit possible. Don't do it. Your literal um, job gives you a car. It makes no <laughs> sense. Like, what if it makes no sense? Um, anyway, getting back to the Marcus May. Like, like because of his hidden DUI, I could see, like, you make a lot of valid points once again, saying, hey, you go to another team, you're missing some games. Your contract value is going to dwindle because you're not going to be playing that, that many games. And someone who sees that, it's kind of like the Robbie Anderson situation that we had, right? Yep. Like, can we really trust you? Can we give you that long-term contract? So this yeah. is kind of this is the reason why you start seeing someone backtrack saying, "Oh, you know, we're cool, man. I didn't know what happened. Yeah, everything's all yeah, right. Maybe I don't want to give you thirty-five million guaranteed for a safety. I can't really bring that back to my boss. You know what I mean? Yeah. The general manager has to bring that up to his boss. Like, yeah, yeah this guy's worth thirty-five million, bro. Like, and then, <laughs> and, then, and then your boss is like, "How's his record? Is it clean?" And he's like, "Well, he yeah, hit a how DUI. Old, how old is he? Marcus May." No, yeah, but I'm saying like that. I feel like if I'm the owner, like I'm asking those questions. You know what I mean? He's 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 he's, he's slightly older for you know hey, for a rookie when we drafted him. He's, he's an adult. He's man. got he's a DUI. <laughs> he's on the Jets. You know what I mean? All these things look bad. <laughs> hey, you can't be a 28 year old hiding stuff like that. Anyway, that's, I love Marcus May. I don't want to get I don't want to get that twisted. I really yeah, do no, love absolutely. him. I don't like his agent, but I love Marcus May. I hope he stays with the team, and I do hope we get him on the franchise. Uh, or honestly, I hope he signs to a long-term deal. That's fine with me. I'm okay with that. Get, I just don't want it at I, his crazy number. Yeah, I get that. I'd rather have him for a long-time deal than doing another franchise tag because I feel like that just another franchise tag, then it's just rough, man, because I feel like you're also hurting his career at that point. He'll be 29. You're talking about 30. He's got two, maybe max three more years of his prime. I just, sure. don't know. I, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a player guy. Like, I also want them to make their money as well. Me too, uh, especially like, a Marcus not, May guy. Not like they're, not He's like been they're there not through making, it all. Yeah, not like they're not making a lot of money. It's well, just but that. He didn't get a second yeah, contract. Yeah, exactly. Um, he's, also, he's been there through the tough times, man. 
I want to reward yeah. those guys. Yeah, you got you, and you have to, man. You have to reward those guys. The guys who've been here when we've not always sucked, but still suck, and going through another rebuild. Yeah, yeah. rewards for those guys. But speaking of the Jets, Joe Douglas, and moves that we did make, we did make one move, and we got rid of our what is it, fourth, fifth string tight end now, Dan Brown. Yep, for Laurent Duvernay Tardif. Nice, the, nice, nice, the, nice pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> The right guard uh, from Montreal, uh, also better known as the right guard from the Kansas City Chiefs uh, for that Super Bowl run. Uh, he was their starter for the last couple of years. The only reason you haven't heard of him is because he was one of the first NFL players to opt out for COVID-19. And that was because he's a doctor <laughs> and he wanted to go do doctor things, which makes him automatically the man. The fact that this guy's a doctor and he's also a guard. Uh, it is amazing. Won the Super Bowl. Now, you're a doctor. Uh, you won the Super Bowl on like one of the best teams played with Pat Mahomes. What 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 life is this? <laughs> this guy's killing it, man. This guy's living the actual dream. Uh, but when he's gone, the his former employer drafts a, a late draft pick, Trey Smith, and now he lost his job, man. Yeah. He just he hurt, he hurt his hand. He uh he just came back. He was activated first game last week. Didn't play at all. And then the Jets grabbed him. It's an interesting. He's not, he's not active tomorrow, today, uh versus the Colts. But I'm looking forward to him with that mini bye week coming up, man. We have an easy schedule, yep. a new right guard. We just gotta get this one game, man. Just gotta get this one game, bro. Please, please, just give me this one game, Alex. Pretty, I just need it. Pretty, I need this it'll, one. It'll, you know that? You know my meme from last week, the Will Ferrell. Please. Yes. Sweet baby Jesus, like this. I please give me this win, please. For, just give for me sure, this Thursday no. night win. Yeah, no, that'd be pretty sweet. That'd be pretty sweet. And then getting an upgraded right guard coming in, that'd be pretty dope. Not gonna lie. So uh, looks like someone's on the way out. We won't have to mention that person's name, but I just I do want to <laughs> note this because uh, we are both first generation and the children of immigrant parents. Can you imagine the disdain if like the sibling? It's like, and what did this? What did your eldest child do? Oh, they became a doctor. Uh, became an NFL pro and uh, won a Super Bowl. Oh, what did this child do? <laughs> Failure. Makes <laughs> no, podcasts. Got a law degree. Became a lawyer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lawyers, last podcaster, loser. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Doesn't wear his um, John Starks jersey and sees John Starks. Absolute loser. My goodness gracious. Unbelievable. Oh, man. But I think uh, on that note, I think that's a good place. A lot of news for the Jets, man, this week. In such a short week, there's a lot going on. So let's hope that the Jets get a win tonight against the Indianapolis Colts. Our long, 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 long noted foes from back from Super Bowl three, man. Crazy. Yeah, man. Crazy. And fun fact, fun fact for you, even though we, we for the most part, most part have losing records against everybody. Record against the Indianapolis Colts, 43 Colts, 32 Jets. Hell so what's, yeah. What's, Hell uh, yeah. What's, I love what's, beating what's, the Colts. One of my favorite pastimes. Probably my only favorite pastime. <laughs> we got 32 wins against the Colts. That's impressive, man. That's good. That's good stuff. The one, uh, that, the one that really hurts is that is the one that stopped us from going to the Super Bowl. But no, no bad vibes. Uh, no bad vibes, man. No bad vibes. On that note. I think this is a good down by five going into the fourth. Let's go. Yeah, man. We got this. We got this on all accounts. We got this on all accounts. All right. If we both of our teams are playing in Indy, 
That's what I'm saying. Shout out to you, Wild Pal. Shout out to you (laughs) for being there. I want the indie sweep. Yeah, man, that'd be pretty nice. Look at that. Now it's now now it's a four point. Now it's a four point lead. All right, let's go. All right, that's we're gonna wrap it up because we got to catch this fourth quarter game between uh, (laughs) Indiana Indiana Pacers and the New York Knickerbockers. So. Thank you guys you are in the future, though. You already know the Knicks won. Yes, sir. But thank you for everyone tuning in for another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. Please make sure to give this podcast a five-star review if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts. And if you don't, it is okay. We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, Stitcher. You name it, we are there. On top of that, we're also on the YouTube. So if you're watching it on YouTube, please make sure to hit that subscribe button, hit the like button, and hit that notification bell. All right? Last, and certainly not least... Please make sure to follow us on all social media platforms on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, you name it. We are there. All right, everyone. We'll catch you tomorrow for uh, a Jets actually live rapid reaction. So should have noted that at the top of the key. But we will be going live tomorrow after the Jets game. So come join us on YouTube if you want to go get to pick our brains. Watch the raw emotion of whatever happens tonight. Be a good time. Be a good time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go Jets, baby. Let's go Jets.